0: Hi, and welcome to episode 10 of the Scottish Documentary Podcast. Um, this week we've got Victor Kosakovsky, um who is a documentary filmmaker that really doesn't actually need much of an introduction at all. Um, most of you will have heard of him, and if you haven't done, then um, just uh, give him a Google or something like that, and uh, read up on um, his pretty impressive back catalogue of films. Um. Anyway, this masterclass was recorded as um, part of the two thousand and thirteen Edinburgh Film Festival. Um, just a day before um, episode one of our podcast, actually, where um, he speaks to uh, Alan Berliner. And um, this just features Victor. Um on his own, speaking to Noé Mandel, who is the director of the Scottish Documentary Institute. Um, Just going to let you launch uh, straight into the podcast just now, Um, and if you are looking for video highlights or video footage of this, um, it's also available on our website at scottdoc.com. So, yeah, enjoy the class. I'm very simple. I mean, I cannot create story. I have no fantasy,
1: actually and I don't have sense of humor. That's why I I don't make fiction. You know, for fiction you need to invent something. I don't, I cannot, I have not such ability. What I am able to do, I I can see something. Like every day I can see something. A very strange thing. Maybe for people it's not important, but for me it was kind of, I saw the water washing, washing, is it correct? Land and actually making it in a way. We, we we see it now on the map, right? So maybe hundred years ago it was different. Maybe two hundred years ago, it was, it's kind of forming it, right? For me, then I see movie. I can immediately imagine movie. For example, like thirty years ago, I was um, I I was assistant camera, and I was sent to North Pole. And uh, we ha- we supposed to make film about people who are sty- who studied ice on the North Pole, and it's kind of long journey, like two months. First you take trains and you take helicopters and from helicopter you're sitting in the <laughs> iceberg. <laughs> yeah. So, and and it's like two months travel and only boys around you, only men and and of course after a couple of weeks they start talking about women definitely. And one of them was a, he was a scientist and same time he was a cook. And when everybody go to sleep, he was. Mm, preparing potato for tomorrow, cleaning dishes, and so on. And I was listening to his stories endless. I Imagine, I was twenty, in open ocean, and only ice around. And, and, and he was always talking about his girlfriend. That girlfriend was in the South Pole at the same time. <laughs> and she was also a scientist and also a cook. And it was thirty years ago, it was no mobile phone, it was no uh, Skype, it was nothing to connect. You can only connect in your brain. And I immediately saw picture, like I immediately filmed, I saw film like someone standing in North Pole and someone in the South Pole, and those people love each other. and for me it was a movie immediately. That's how I, I do this. I, I cannot even I am a writer in education. Um, I mean I, I study have to write and. That and that. But I never do it. I just can't. I simply can't. I need to see movie. If I don't see movie, I don't do this. Um, then, 30, then twenty years after I came to I came to, to Argentina and I saw a guy fishing. It was obviously no one around like maybe 100 kilometers around no one It was peaceful I, I, actually it was kind of morning light or evening light for, for, I't know it was a sunset or sunrise i don't know, and I saw a fishing line goes down to the river and Suddenly something came to my brain, and I decided to continue this line. just what going to be on the opposite side. Then I came to Buenos Aires and I bought a map um, Atlas, and, and I found out that it goes to the most, most intense city in the planet, to Shanghai. So my son, he's like he was about you know he, he always wanted to go to China, to China. he's kind of person addicted to Chinese literature and history. And I said, Okay, you go, but you have to find exactly this point. <laughs> just exactly this, not just Shanghai. Tell me. He called me two days back. He said, You will not believe me. Just opposite of this guy who fishing guy, there is a woman on the street, million people around her. She selling? selling selling fish, you know <laughs> kind of it was immediately again like, I re- and then my story about North and South Pole came to my brain and so I believe uh, that's the only way I can do, I, I, I just need to see, I need to see something and then it goes. If you tell me, oh, there's a good story, ta-ta-ta, it doesn't, it doesn't touch me anyway, uh, I mean, the way I, pick, I, for example, if I need people to walk with me or, I, it's very simple. It's very simple to, for me, understand if you, if you make or not. Just close your eyes, but, but definitely close, not just a little bit. OK? And ask yourself, what kind of color is my tissue or my shirt? And now oh look, is it correct or not? Because people normally don't use eyes, you know. People listen. People, some people don't know what color my the eye. You know, they simply don't know. They sleep with mum. And if you ask them, what colour is your Wi-Fi? They don't. They cannot say. I was 24 maybe. I remember the moment I realized I'm filming. Right? It was a very clear day. I came to. I came to one philosopher. He was um, 94 at that moment, and no one see his face. I mean, he was during Stalin period. He was in prison, and he was kind of. He actually had a tough life and uh, so what happened that uh, I came to him, nobody filmed him before and he was quite ill at that moment and he had kind of problem with lung and doctor gave him uh, he exercised like he must exercise his lung. So what they 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 you have to buy him a toy from the gum. you know, like anything he can blow blow and so they gave him this toy and he start before we talk a little bit, we talk about he said he will die twenty fourth of May. Actually it was few months before twenty fourth of May, but he said I will die twenty first of May. And I was like, of course, asking, why do we know? La, 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 such a stupid question. In fact, he died when he was so many. Uh, uh, but at that moment, of course, I was kind of a idealist. And I said, I, 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 wanted to, I wanted to ask him such question. Why do you need to die? Why we die? And why, what, what is the purpose of and he, And we we'll talk about this. He is the philo- greatest philosopher in Russian culture, anyway. So and then he took his toy and he started to blow it up. And then when he did it, he he, he has to do it like 10 times, something like, at least least so many times he can. So he just said he died, he will die, right? Then he takes this toy and he making it bigger and then He started pushing it. And the air inside this fish came out, right? Off, or how do you say it? Came off or came out? Came out? Yeah. And the dust, on it was dust on his table, start flying, you know? Yeah. So people were standing around me. And so I didn't notice anything. And I had only one minute material, I, I, I filmed 35mm, I was a student and I did not have film stock. So I bought uh, one minute of 35 millimeter material and I was waiting what to film, I didn't know what to film, just one minute. You can imagine this, that you have only one minute and that's all. <laughs> so, so I was just waiting for the moment when I have to press camera. This guy is running like crazy. <laughs> and uh, this picture doesn't cost anything, because if I will not say anything, then if I will stay stupid, picture is stupid. If I say interesting, maybe... So, picture is supposed to talk without connection what I'm saying. Picture is supposed to give you more than what I'm saying. Even if you don't record my sound, picture must be powerful. For television, maybe it's good, but for cinema, it's bullshit. So, And then I saw... This moment, and I pressed camera, and nobody understood why I'm doing this. People were standing around me, his wife, ta-ta-ta, some scientists, and I feel I was like crying, because, in fact, I saw maybe his last breath. I saw it physically. Do you understand? He was, maybe it was his last, and I saw it. He was making, he put his, everything what was inside him, he put it to this fish. And then he presses out, and this dust, that and does. It, You know, at that moment I got it. I'm, I'm just a filmmaker, that's how it works. I have different method of... I, I suggest you to try this method. Maybe it's stupid, sounds stupid, but it works for me. Imagine you have... There are thousands... I need like a thousand days to answer your question, but anyway. There are simply ways to say it. I used to be an editor for five years, more or less, and I used to edit fiction and documentary. And I was lucky that I was working with great people, like with kind of top level people. And I, even I was twenty, I was working with so best, best, best Russian filmmakers, in docs and in fiction. Anyway, in. Um, Step by step, I invent different method, method to, to edit. The method is simple in a way, but nobody uses it. And I will just give it to you and try. Maybe it works. For some people, it works for some. What I do is, mm-hmm. if, you, if I need film one, 100 minutes, let's say, or if you need one hour film, one hour, let's say, you need one hour film, what you do? You do three hour film first, right? Uh, Then you make it shorter. Then you have two hours, then you invite people, they say, oh, ta-ta-ta-ta, and then you make one hour. I do opposite. If I need one hour film, I make 25 minutes film yet. Still, first. I need, first I do 20 minutes film. So, uh, 25, I I, I, I collect, I collect shots, which is crucial for this film. Mm -hmm. Which, without those shots, film cannot be, exist not be possible. So this is for me kind of, I put them in the line and I see what is the, in which order they supposed to appear. I I don't care about story. I don't, I actually don't care. Because one thing you, it's not pedagogical to say, but you guys, you know, make this you, um, I I believe of course we can have a story written to the top, but in fact what we film it's not what you... it depends. Maybe the focus not correct, maybe lighting is wrong, maybe movement of camera doesn't go well. And so you 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 just stay uh, you just can use things which you were able to film, right? And sometimes material tell you a different story. For my opinion you need to see a story which is in the film, in material, not what you wanted to do. The one thing you wanted to do, and another thing, what is material talk to you? Actually, I always believe material is fighting against you, in a, against your idea. If you you have your idea, and from 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 editing point of view, you kind of edit film. But if you look from the side. If you like, what, I'm sitting here. I'm editing, and for me, I am trying to edit material. But if you don't edit and you you just look on this process from the side, you see something opposite. You see the material fight with the, with the editor, just f- simply fighting, because material tells you, no, 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 I don't want to be in such combination. <laughs> I don't want to be in that story. Story is here is a different story. My my, 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 my. I believe that we have to see um what material tell us. It could be more interesting that we if we wanted to say. And actually I, um, I always believe if you want to say something, better just to say it and don't make film. I learned from Dostoevsky. You know he he was if you read if you I don't know if you re- if you ever re- read read his books, it always it always looks like he knows what you think. You read his books, and it always—he always gives you a feeling that he knows what you feel now. He simply knows. You read, you read, you read. Then, then it's, you feel like it's a little bit boring. Mm. And then next line, he say, "I know it's sounds boring for you." <laughs> kind of, he's playing with you. He, and that's. That's what I'm so. what ta- that's what I'm talking about. Editing. Editing is process when you have to understand what your partner in the, in this case is a people who watch film, What they feel at the moment. For me, again, don't take it seriously. But I always believe it's a kind of act of love. I always believe that film editing pro. Uh, actually, filmmaking process. But. In this case, it's mostly, you can easily understand it, it's editing is act of love between director and audience. In fact, director want to seduce audience, right? And what he wants to do is, in fact, he wants that we both side, coming to the end in the same moment, right? Coming to the kind of most emotional Experience in the end, or in, in the same moment, right? Sometimes filmmaker exciting, but public doesn't feel anything. Sometimes uh, public got orgasm already, but filmmaker still going, going <laughs> one, ten minutes longer, twenty minutes longer. So, in fact, uh, what I do is I'm trying to, I'm trying to edit kind of for seven people, different people. Unfortunately, I go for, comp- when I was young, I didn't make any compromise. I was, mm, my first film was no compromise at all. And I did not think about mm,
2: public. Are you talking about the Bellows? No, my first no. film was
1: about that guy, a philosopher. Oh, yeah. I was totally against thinking about uh, f- uh, audience, what they will feel. But now I, I believe that filmmakers suppo- Filmmaker actually, not the person who knows how to make film. The filmmaker is a person who knows how to make film, who made film, who show film, and then who can able to, after this, who can understand how to make next film, after, after showing to people. This is the process. If you don't have this circle, I don't feel you're a filmmaker. I, this is my opinion. You, you, so what I'm doing is, I'm not telling you story. I'm playing with your emotion. So if I take this 20 minutes from one hour and and build structure, I I want to understand, for example, this shot will make you uh, bored. So it must be somewhere here. This shot, but in the beginning, I need to seduce you. I need to do something to you that you will believe me. Then I need that you love me, completely love me. After this, you can be even bored a little bit. Then I, can, I will start to leave it, tell you something more serious. Then I go to the moment, I will show you horrible stuff. <laughs> but you already love me. You kind of ready to take it. If I will take this horrible stuff and put it in the beginning, you will not like me. You will just don't leave me. And you, 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 will, you will leave room, right? So it means story for me is, of course, kind of important. but. What is really important is that you go with me through all kind of emotions which you never experienced before. It sounds maybe stupid, but that's how it is for me.
2: I'm interested in how you kind of see something, a location, an object, and how you actually kind of transform that location or object towards that alternative of maybe an emotion, maybe something else. Uh, I mean, because... I think you're quite quick at working out things.
1: Can you take the light mm-hmm. out c- completely? How do you say it? How it complete darkness, know. please? Yes. If you see on the screen, mm-hmm. you can see light. You, uh, it's kind of. You see light coming, kind of. You need to be lucky. In Baikal, always stormy. But in that day, that moment was absolutely peaceful. You see? It's kind of paradise. It was almost like heaven. So what I believe is, you cannot find mirror. Mirror is impossible in Baikal. It's always it's a it's the hugest, deepest lake in the world. It's always stormy a little bit, and sometimes horrible stormy. But for me, it was my last day there, and I need this mirror. And for me, it happened. So I believe it means kind of. Um, You just, if you follow, if you make film not for money, not for fame, not for, but if you just uh, serve, service, in service for Mm -hmm. cinema, just just do it with all your heart, then cinema will help you. You know, if you need rain, rain will
2: come. You use rhythm in very specific ways in different films. very detailed ways. Uh, so is this because you find those moments and then you say, I'm going to reuse that in your film? Or do you actually kind of move around with specific sounds and rhythms in your head? Mm, mm. Um, I can
1: explain it again, maybe in very simple, in simple ways like this. Let's, let's imagine we are making love, like physically, like sex. And uh, in fact, people believe this is important is action, like movement. I don't believe so. In fact, from my opinion, important is vibration. Mm-hmm. You can be still. You, you just don't need to move. If you, if you vibrate in your heart and, you're, and you you're kind of dedicated to this process, then everything will happen. I'm not tough, right? I'm OK. I don't know if it's for someone, sounds stupid but or, or, or not appropriate. But this is how I feel. In editing, same. In filmmaking, same. You can be, because imagine we are watching every day TV. In TV, we can see, like, yeah, like, two days ago, 500 people dying in India by water flow, right? Like, we see almost life like airplane crashing and 500 people, 300 people die. And we still eating porridge, you know. We have still uh, eating breakfast or lunch or dinner. And it's not like you're paralyzed after this. You, you take it. Mm-hmm. You don't cry. OK, five, three, 300 people die, oh, pity. You still continue your life. What we do here. So you film nothing. You just you don't film catastrophe, but you want people to cry without making catastrophe. without showing can show catastrophe, and that's something. This uh, that's what I call vibration. Yeah. So uh, we will try to film. Do you have camera, right? Yeah. We will try to film here now. But you. So the the story is you go there and then we will film you. Okay. Uh, in the moment, I will tell you. You go, okay? All right. Go for it. So you guys ready to film, right? So. <laughs> now, now I can say, please come to me. And you see, it's horrible. It's, she doesn't know how to move <laughs> <laughs> because she is not an actor, but I don't need it. I already filmed it in the way she goes there. So, in the way when she goes there, she was normal person. When I, in the moment I film, she is like a (laughs) robot. So, but I already don't need it. I already did my job. So, uh, I'm saying is, don't go, don't go, I need you. (laughs) I'm saying is that sometimes, I normally don't do stuff like this. I normally, 99% of my films real documentary. But sometimes you need this uh, kind of shot for transition or something and like person inside house and then suddenly outside you need just this transition that she came out with because you have and if you ask her to do it, she will never do it normal, right? And I invent all the, all the time kind of tricks that she's still person. She's still Aymara. She's just <laughs> she's just like this. She's not going normal. She's like almost like a ball. If you see this, you can you can understand this a person like she's full of energy, like a ball. Like she's just jumping. This, yeah. <laughs> so then you see you see how to film her. You know how to get it. Have to have to introduce such person. Because normally so I, I, don't, I prefer not to ask people anything. I prefer not to make any interview. My privilege is I can see beauty of person in a person in a minute. So I can see any person, I can easily fall in love in one second. Because my privilege is that I can see... Of course, no one is perfect. But I can see beauty of everyone immediately. And I enjoy it. I simply, I immediately notice from which light you are best, I immediately will (laughs) I will find what is great in you. And everyone, someone everyone has something great, right? I can see it immediately. That's my luck. And I am joined to watch it and people see that I love him. I love them. I just and then they see I am not dangerous. I am not uh, people even can for example I was filming imagine I was filming more than hundred births, giving birth at the moment and people and we are open to me, no problem.
2: Just. Um, just. But you're also very quick at sharing your emotions with the people on the spot. I mean, you're quite yeah, famous for crying a lot on your <laughs> shoes. No, this is
1: not. This is nothing. Uh, th- th- I'm not playing. I mean, I'm. I guess I see. Sometimes people don't know why they're good. good. Mm. Many people, for example, many people they do think they're filmmakers, but they're not, right? Uh, maybe they're writers and they, maybe they're composers. Maybe. Like, and I see it immediately why you are good. Some people don't, many people do not respect themselves to m- in the way yeah. they're supposed to, right? And I can easily see what is your talent. Because, you know, filmmaker is like, you know, if you're a singer, right? You can say, I'm a singer, you can show it immediately. You can sing and you know you have voice, you have sense of music, you can do it. If you dancer, you can easily show your talent, right? If you're a football player, you can easily prove it. But if you're a filmmaker, prove it. What do you have? You don't have you don't need to have voice, right? You don't need to have muscle. What do you need to have? If you just film something, you have to be equal to what you are filming. If you film unique life of person, you need to give a lot of, s- of you to be equal to the story. It means, for my opinion, it means you have to think a lot. I mean, you have to give a lot of talent to film it in special way, mm-hmm. to be equal to the story. That's why I try to, every my film is different form, uh, completely different style, completely different. Um, I need to surprise myself. That I want to make film, which I never did. If I know how to make film, I simply don't do it. Because for my opinion, it's simply too many films. Like, imagine uh, The Sundance was submitted, almost 11,000 films. Eleven thousand films a year. It's only, only, only people who believe they're talented, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who, how many of you send film to Sundance.
2: Not many of you would say. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: plus in every country, there are hundreds of filmmakers who don't think they're talented, right? Mm. So we have like enormous amount of filmmakers, an enormous amount of films. That's why I don't want to make films anymore. I don't think there is a point to make good film. The only point is to make incredible, absolutely unrepeatable film. Like, no one will know how fuck you did it. <laughs> That's a big challenge. No, but otherwise it doesn't make sense. You know, everybo- everyone can make film now. Everyone. So, and you always like it because life is so unpredictable. Life is so gifted. Uh, Gift it. Yeah. Like, we always give you something. Yeah. And even you are a stupid asshole, do not know how to clean lens, <laughs> you still can get uh, something incredible. And people will say, wow, that's a story. Or, how did you get such something? People will still love it. So, and I, I guess we are, we, in fact, in my opinion, we are really digging our grave.
0: Thanks very much. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. Victor Kozakowski speaking at the 2013 Edinburgh Film Festival. Um, yeah, uh, so that's episode 10 of uh, our podcast series and that's the last regular um, weekly episode. Um, but there still will be more episodes coming, just not um, quite as regularly, um, probably every couple of weeks or um, as and when we have content to put out to you. Um, so yeah, there'll still be more coming. So yeah. Um, worth subscribing to soundcloud or itunes to um be aware of that and to be ready for it coming and um, because it's going to be uh, pretty good stuff i would imagine so yeah thanks very much for listening and uh, we'll see you again soon